the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Yeah, it would be a photo finish on uh, best Rush Limbaugh nicknames for people. The uh, Debbie Blabbermouth Schultz uh, would be one. Dingy Harry would be another on uh, Harry Reid from Nevada. Uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., not a guy I would vote for, but a guy who needs his influence in the Democratic Party needs to grow if the Democratic Party is going to cease to be Marxist and resume being Democrat, resume being liberal. Resume being pro-America first. You got idiots in the Democratic Party, and they are idiots. I don't say that cavalierly or to insult them. An idiot is someone who has the availability of knowledge and chooses to ignore it. They're an idiot. AOC, Ayanna Presley, Ilhan Omar. Why are they idiots? They say that Israel is a racist state. Really? Israel's a racist state? Arabs can live in Israel. Can Jews live in Palestine? Uh, can Jews worship freely on uh, the Temple Mount? And they pray? No? Oh, gee, it would seem to me that uh, maybe it's not the uh, Israelis who are racist. They're idiots. These morons in Congress who persist in disparaging one of our most important allies. If you are not on the side of Israel, you are on the wrong side. It's not a political opinion. That is a god position, okay? So RFK Jr. is a throwback, and the Democrats would like to throw him out. They are really mad that he refuses to allow Joe Biden to stumble to the Democratic presidential nomination unchallenged. RFK is getting around 20% of the vote. As I was watching his testimony this morning before Congress, I could hear the clicking of Voting support increasing for him because young people are going to, I hope, respond to this. Because if young people don't respond to the themes of RFK's testimony today, well, then we are done as a country. Because one political party cannot continue to be effective standing for free speech if the other party is actively working against it. And that party is in media, in academia. Take those two entities Media and academia, are those two places where the open exchange of free ideas, no matter how controversial, would kind of be important to the continual survival of, oh, I don't know, that particular industry? Yes, unless if you're in the news media business, you want to become Pravda or TASS, which essentially they have become. And in academia, I thought the whole idea was you come up with a theory You look into the theory, you investigate the theory, you write a paper about the theory, you prove the theory true, or you prove the theory false. If it's false, then you you start with a different theory, or you branch off from the existing theory and try to find the right way. If we don't do that, some really bad things could happen, like, oh, I don't know, rushing a vaccine to market that gives young people myocarditis. But never mind. 
because if a few lives have to be sacrificed on the altar of, but transgenderism makes me feel really good, or a few babies' lives have to be dismembered because I like sleeping around and I don't like to have consequences for my sleeping around and my immorality, well, then, you know, it makes me feel good to do it, so I'm going to do it. Don't you dare object to it. And if we don't have freedom of speech in this country, we can't speak out against those things, and we cannot correct error if we do not have a free exchange of ideas. But before RFK ever uttered his first halting word before Congress today, and remember, it's nothing wrong with RFK. He has some weird, debilitating ailment that causes his voice to waver, but doesn't mean his voice is not powerful, because it is powerful. So here he is, after the... Uh, Ranking minority stooge on the Judiciary Committee, Stacey Plaskett of the Virgin Islands, which is not even a state, but she's not really, you know, smart enough to be a congressman, so I guess we're even. Plaskett goes after him. What are we here talking about free speech for? We ought to be talking about hungry people and the border. and Well, not the border because it's a Democrat's fault. But the LGBTQ persecution and there's so many more. There's always more important things. You notice that? When somebody comes before Congress to talk about something the Democrats don't support, there's always more important things we should be talking about. So RFK Jr. has a 10-minute presentation ready, an opening statement ready, which even that ticked off the Democrats. Listen to Plaskett and Jim Jordan, right fighter Jim Jordan, truth teller Jim Jordan, getting into it before RFK ever starts talking. Excuse me, point of order. I know that witnesses usually have five minutes. I see 10 minutes on the board. Is it right. going to be 10 minutes? We'll for give him five witness? minutes, but we're, we're pretty lax with this. Uh, we'll let him go for we a are? little. Yeah. We've, I've seen you ham, 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 ham down ham. on quite a number of witnesses. We've given senators and former Democrat members of Congress and all kinds He's of people. He's neither. He's neither. I'm just saying in past history. Okay, okay. But we'll, Let's we'll give, just we'll watch give you, the time for all the witnesses. And then. if you want to cut him off and censor him some more, you're welcome to do it. Oh, Boom. that's not my job. That's that's your job. Why don't you threaten a witness so that they can Mr. not want to be Mr. a witness? Kennedy is recognized for his opening statement. We'll give him five minutes, more or less, and then we'll move to the next one. Mr. Kennedy, go right ahead. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Mr. Chairman, maybe and we could put five minutes on the clock, then, oh. not ten. Shut up, Debbie Blabbermouth Schultz. Put five on the clock and we'll start it running. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Chairman. And I want to, I want to start. I want to put aside my written statement for a moment and address one of the uh, points that was brought up. I think an important point by the ranking member. Now, I'll play you what he had to say, but this is at the point where Plaskett refuses to look at RFK while he's talking. She turns her head away. She looks down. She won't look at him. How insulting. Again, I'll say, can you imagine the reaction if a white male were sitting in Stacey Plaskett's chair as a legislator and a black woman were sitting in RFK's chair, and she was talking directly to the white male, and the white male disdainfully looked away. Yeah, that'd go well for him, I'm sure. But there's no double standard in our country. Oh, yeah. All the races are persecuted equally. Sure they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
So RFK is like, all right, well, I got this great opening statement, but you've talked about this, that, and the other, so I'm just going to address those things that you addressed. This body ought to be concerning itself with the uh, with issues that impact directly the American people. The rising price of groceries, 76% of the past two years for basic food stuff, uh, the war in Ukraine, the inflation issues, the border issues, many, many other issues that concern us all as a nation. We can't do that without the First Amendment, without debate. Uh, when I gave my speech, my announcement speech in Boston uh, two months ago, YouTube, I, I talked about all those issues. I focused on grocery. I focused on the fact that working class people can no longer afford to live in this country. I talked about inflation, all the issues that deeply concern you and that you've devoted your career to alleviating those issues. Five minutes into my speech, when I was talking about Paul Revere, YouTube deplatformed me. I didn't talk about vaccines in that speech. I didn't talk about anything that could be was a verboten subject. I just was talking about my campaign and things, the conversation that we ought to be having with each other as Americans. But I was shut down. And that is why the First Amendment's important. Debate, congenial, respectful debate, is the, is the fertilizer, it's the water, it's the sunlight for our democracy. We need to be talking to each other. Now, this is a letter that many of you signed, many of my fellow Democrats. I've spent my life in this party. I've devoted my life to the values of this party. There's 102 people signed this. This itself is evidence of the problem that this hearing was convened to address. This is an attempt to censor a censorship hearing. Yeah, that's ironic, isn't it? Censor a censorship hearing? They didn't want to hear from RFK because they knew he would speak truth and truth has power and Democrats have no truth on their side. That's why they try to silence people who speak it. Now I'm going to get sideways with Gallagher again for uh, somebody will report me. Hey, Uli's saying don't use his promo code. Use your don't use your <laughs> use his. Oh, I, am I ready for another go-round with Gallagher? I'm ready, man. Bring it. Bring it. We can talk about... We have more in common than we have uh, not in common. Uh, by the way, did you hear Ron DeSantis on with Jake Tapper? No, you haven't played it, Bruce. Yes, I know I haven't. There have been other things <laughs> more consequential. But Gallagher is just... Uh, excuse me, Gallagher. Uh, DeSantis is just so targeted and so tactical in everything he says. He was on with Hugh Hewitt this morning. And I meant to grab the audio, but then I got like <laughs> the, the 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 RFK stuff in Congress was like, whoa, gotta play that. Hugh this morning tried to get DeSantis to go along with him on objecting to Tommy Tuberville standing in the way of military promotions. And Hugh has bought this garbage lie from the military. If you're believing Lloyd Austin and Mark Milley, maybe check your sources. Hughes bought this lie that, oh, this is these Tubervilles holding up these promotions. You know what? I don't care. You know what? I don't believe it. 
and I don't care if it is. Because, as DeSantis pointed out to Hugh, it's the military that's breaking the law. I love the term DeSantis used. Vacation abortions. Women in the military, sorry, not trans women, real women. Women in the military get pregnant. Then they want us to pay for them to fly to a state to get an abortion. Wait a second. I thought taxpayer money couldn't be used to pay for abortions. You are right. Everybody who thinks Tuberville should give in is wrong. And Ron DeSantis pointed that out. He's like, actually, it's the government's breaking the law. They could give in as easily as Tuberville. So I like DeSantis standing for life. And I'm chagrined, but not surprised by those who think, oh, Tuberville ought to change his mind. This is horrible. No, it isn't. Okay, back to RFK in Congress. He said he announced his bid for president. Five minutes into his speech, YouTube takes him down. What was he talking about, vaccines? No, he's talking about, like, ending hunger and this, that, and the other. Oh, we got to take him down. Why? Because he's a threat to Joe Biden. Wait, aren't they the party that's defending democracy? Democracy, democracy, democracy. Oh, yeah, except when free speech threatens their (laughs) dictatorship. As I've said before, ever notice? Imagine you go into a high school, right, and they're having a public meeting, and there's like a sign out front with an arrow on it that points down the hallway. Meeting for all those who are here to protect democracy. And the arrow points to the left. Of course it does. And then you say, well, I'm here for the meeting for all of those who are uh, here to oppose free speech. Uh, Same meeting. Yeah, it is the same meeting. So RFK, five minutes into his announcement speech, even though he's saying nothing controversial at all except they don't want him campaigning against Joe Biden, Listen to what happened to him when what the government didn't like him saying could not be proven to be false. They had to invent a new word called malinformation to to, to censor people like me. There was no misinformation on my Instagram account. Everything I put on that account was cited and sourced to peer-reviewed publications or government databases. Nobody has ever pointed to a single piece of misinformation that I publish. I was removed for something they called malinformation. Malinformation is information that is true, but is inconvenient to the government that they don't want people to hear. And and that's antithetical to the values of our country. Yeah, malinformation is Hunter Biden got bags of cash from foreign entities and Joe Biden's grandchildren got bags of cash from foreign entities laundered through 20 shell corporations. It's not untrue. It's just, ah, what do you pay attention to that for? What do you pay attention to that for? RFK, he's heating up. He's warm. Remember, all this is extemporaneous. All of it. He He didn't write a word of this down. He's not reading a word of it. And he's getting more and more and more passionate. And if the major networks played it, I think he'd be zooming in the polls with every word he spoke. After I announced my presidency, it became more difficult for people to censor me outright. So now I'm subject to this new form of censorship, which is called targeted propaganda, where people apply pejoratives like anti-vax. I've never been anti-vaccine, but everybody in this room probably believes that I have been, because that's the prevailing narrative. Anti-Semitism, racism, these are, are the most appalling 
disgusting pejoratives, and they're applied to me to silence me because people don't want me to have that conversation about the war, about groceries, about inflation, about the war on the middle class in this country that we need to be having. And He's right about that. Now, as I said before he ever testified, 102 Democrats, all Democrats, said, you got to disinvite this guy. He can't speak. He's anti-Semitic. He's racist. Okay, what are they using as the basis for that? RFK in an interview, they pulled a snippet of an interview. It's the only clip you ever see. You don't see any context around it. And I don't even think the clip is racist. What did he say? He's talking about COVID because he's asked about COVID a lot because he was right on COVID and this drives the Democrats crazy. He said the people who are most immune to COVID are Ashkenazi Jews and Chinese. We don't know whether it was deliberately targeted or not, but there are papers out there that show the racial and ethnic differential of impact. Is that a factual statement that there are papers out there that show that? Yes. Is it racist to say, hey, you know, the people who survived this are the Jews and the Chinese? Like, how's that racist? Like, they're surviving, okay? And if your argument is, oh, well, you know, you're making a comment about body chemistry and body chemistry and disease, and there is no link between body chemistry because we're all made the same. Okay, 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 okay. Then explain to me why 98.5% of sickle cell anemia sufferers are black. If there's no difference in body chemistry, if that's completely off the table for discussion, and I'm not a scientist and I'm not posing as one, but 98.5% of people with sickle cell anemia are black. So there must be something, because that's way out of proportion, to their proportionality in the population. I'm not saying that there's something faulty about their makeup. I'm not saying there's something faulty, nor was RFK saying there's something faulty about the Jews and the Chinese as it, re- as it pertains to COVID. The important point, the salient point, is why is it wrong to ask the question, to research it, to find out if it is true or not? What is the harm in that? There is no harm in finding out if it's true or not. Might it shed some light on COVID if it were true? Yes, it would send, shine a lot of light on COVID. My, my guess is with the COVID, if they could prove that Chinese people were less susceptible to it, the Jews were probably like not included on purpose if that premise proves to be true. There's probably like some unknown commonality, unknown shared gene or whatever, because I don't think the Chinese government is in the business of trying to do any favors for Jews of any persuasion. But it would certainly make sense that if it was a bioweapon released from a lab, that the Chinese people would not be the ones targeted. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.